Welcome back to another episode of What Did You Want to Be When You Grew Up on the Creating Connections podcast. On this episode, I got to interview one of my mentors, and I'm super excited for you guys to meet her. She is someone that I never thought I would get to talk to as often as I do now until I became a part of her mentor program, and it has been such a blessing because she has really reminded me to focus on becoming the best version of myself. So without further ado, here is Elise Swopes. Welcome to another episode of Creating Connections with your host, Mad Mags. Today, I have a special guest uh, who is also my mentor, Elise Swopes. Hi, Hello. thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Um, so as you already know, I've been doing this series where I ask people what they wanted to be when they first grew up. Um, I know <laughs> you've done a lot in your lifetime already um, and have so much to share, but what was the very first thing you wanted to be when you were first asked that question? Um, Honestly, I think it was probably like be a singer or something really? okay. um, or, yeah like or like in like some kind of famous person I always liked um just like acting or like being in shows and stuff like that even though I never was until like middle school I always yeah. dreamed of doing it but I didn't really have like the the um opportunity because I was homeschooled until I was in fourth grade really? so that yeah so that definitely changed some things for me kind of um but it but it also um pushed me in the direction of of um digital design you know because I was just at home a lot and and, and creating right. and, and making my own kind of um world in a sense and so that's kind of what inspired me at some point yeah so you were already looking into creating creating um creative content at that young of an age um I was making art at like nine or ten to be what honest kind of art was it back um, it was through this so so actually I start I probably was younger actually probably like seven or eight when I really started making stuff but I think it was it was through this program called kid Picks that was downloaded on apple computers it was yeah. uh just like a kid's type of Photoshop. And I would always play on there making weird stuff. And then eventually I kind of got into more like, you know, real Photoshop, I guess. And, right. and um, I also taught myself like HTML design and, and uh, CSS design and flash and stuff like that. So I owned my first website by the time I was in like sixth grade, I think. I think I was about 11 years old by the time I owned it. Um, really? What did you I, do with the website? Like, what did you have on there? <laughs> the website was called um, Jazzy Girl. And I actually bought it from someone um, because they had this forum on there where we had like been chatting and, and had this whole community, or whatever. And this girl was trying to sell her website. And I was like, I love this community. I would like to run this. And so I like bought the <laughs> website from her at like 11 years old. And I just like kind of ran this community of, of this forum of people and creators. And so I, I also designed like, uh, like website, um, like, like layouts for people, um, graphics for people. I did like tutorials on how to like make your own graphics. So basically literally what I do now. <laughs> right, right. It's weird because, you know, when thinking back, it that wasn't what I thought I would do as an adult though, for some reason. It wasn't like, oh, this is like a job that I wish I could do. It was still like, oh, I hope that I could be famous one day because that's where the money is, you know? But that was, it, it, was, it wasn't very authentic in that way. It was more like, okay, 
it's more of like a, this seems fun. (laughs) Right, right. And it sounds like you were super comfortable with like, I mean, I don't think I would know anyone else at that age that was like, let me run a community. Uh, That sounds like a lot of pressure. So what do you think made you so comfortable with already like taking, like, did your parents kind of know something like with website design? Did you have help on that end or was it just all you? My parents knew nothing about computers. Um, (laughs) I think I was just somewhat like sheltered in a way. Um, I think I liked the computer because there was a lot of access to like more people around the world. You know, I I just had friends from everywhere and people that I, 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 you know, could uh, talk to at any hour of the day. And, and I think it was, um, there was a control factor there a little bit because I think when I did eventually go back to school by the time I was in fifth grade or whatever I did have quite a bit of trouble like fitting in and listening and stuff because I just like doing my own thing I didn't you know I remember getting in trouble with like a group of my girlfriends and they were like we don't want you to curse anymore and I'm like what what that you know like <laughs> but that was my you know that was just my mo it was just like I don't know I just like to do my own thing and that that kind of transpired you know into eventually dropping out of college um even and starting Instagram in 2010 so you wow. know that, I guess that mentality kind of stayed with me right right but it still sounds like you knew what you said it was your mo right so like you knew who you were almost right so like scaling it back to before college Mm -hmm. what were you trying to make work for yourself like what was the next step like from high school to college like okay what degree did you pursue and how did that come to be I went to Columbia for broadcast journalism because mm-hmm. I wanted to be a VJ on TRL. And a TRL DJ. was a VJ, so it was a video jockey. Oh, so, I actually don't know what, yeah, I didn't know what that was. Yes. Okay. So, so TRL um, was an MTV show that played like music videos all the time, super popping at the time. Um, but it, it, I wanted to be on that show. I wanted to host and show music videos and talk to celebrities and stuff, just mm. in front of the camera, whatever it was. And so um, I went to school for that and I started realizing, you know, it was more about like radio stuff and voice and things, even though I obviously liked doing that. It really wasn't like what I like to do. And so I, um, I don't know. I just, I felt it was weird because I guess I should have went to school for graphic design. Um, but I guess in my mind, I was just kind of like, I don't want to go to school for something I already know if that would feel like a waste of money almost. And, um, and so I guess that, I mean, that in itself kind of, I mean, it it just kind of pushed me away from school. I didn't, I didn't like learning anything anyone was teaching me. And I obviously like teaching myself graphic design and and just being on the internet in general and so um you know teachers are I'm in a, you know a box and teachers are telling me stuff and I don't want to listen so I'm just gonna peace out and that's yeah. what I did you know my parents weren't the happiest my mom especially was not the happiest um but I just knew in my gut that it just wasn't for me and I just needed to to do my own thing I needed to learn my own way mm. And then you had shared that like you dropped out and then you said something about Instagram became like your main. Okay. And, and I think I came across your profile because I liked how much you were able to show that like, I can create this image with just my phone um, and just the (laughs) the resources that I have. And it sounds like, um, it sounds like that's what you did throughout college, right? Like you realize like you don't really need this degree to show you the resources, but you can just, because of what you did as a kid, 
make those resources for yourself. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So do you mind sharing a little more about that Instagram journey? Like, so now it's yeah. kind of like, um, an unpaved path. Uh, what was the first thing you wanted to do once you dropped out? That was like, okay, this is what's happening. I know what I want to do. School's not providing it. My mom feels this way. What was the first step stepping stone in that path for creating your, your career today? Um, you know, I, I, I do consider myself to be pretty resourceful. You know, I use whatever is around me. I take advantage and, and have a bit of gratitude in that way. But at the time, you know, thinking back, I was a college dropout with no money whatsoever. I think my rent was like $200 and I couldn't even pay that. Didn't have a job, couldn't hold a job. Just did. I mean, it, I, I didn't have a laptop, no um, no camera, no nothing. I just had this broken iPhone four mm. and a, a broken iPhone four. It had a, a nice cracked screen on the front, but it did its job. You know, it had a camera that worked. And I remember downloading Instagram and posting on there. And at first I was just posting like selfies and pictures of food and, um, but then eventually I found this like community of creators on there, people who were like shooting with their phones. And for some reason, it just like, it inspired me. It it just like, it just set off like something in me that was already there from being a designer initially. And I think that that's where the surrealism comes into play, you know, besides um, the photography aspect. I just think that I was looking at a community of people who were shooting photos, but I was like, okay, how can I add my thing? How can I be who I am? And so, you know, that's when the giraffes come into play. That's when different type of edits and stuff like that. And I think that's eventually how Instagram um, made me a suggested user uh, in like 2011 or so. And that, and, and that, you know, get, gets me thousands of followers a day. And that's going to keep me accountable, of course, because, you know, with a, a bunch of followers, of course, you're gonna be like, okay, let me take advantage of this. And so that's right. what I did. And I, I just tried to, um, you know, do and, and be as busy with it as I can. But it, there was never a moment in time where I thought, oh, this is going to be lucrative, like in, in monetary, you know, like it was, I'm, I never thought I was like, oh, let me build a brand, like, or <laughs> it was right. just like genuine, authentic creating and this drive to just do it and that's all I could do and that's all I had and I gave it my all and I'm glad that it's I've stayed consistent with it because that that story of me being you know a broke college dropout with nothing to my name and and just you know being really doubtful and and fearful and just like just unaware of anything really Mm-hmm. I, 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 I like ride on that even now because it's, it's why I stay with my mobile design. It's why I, I preach the way I do. And, and the reason why I am the examples I am, because I believe that everyone has that opportunity the same way I did truly to right. use what they have to their advantage. It doesn't even need to be an iPhone. It doesn't need, it's whatever you have on you because if I can get to this place where I literally have iPads all around my house for free from Apple when I didn't have one not once even imagine like that that's enough proof in itself and I think that it just there's no there's no plan necessary sometimes you just have to keep putting your foot forward Mm. that's what I was gonna ask um and if we can expand on that a little bit too I I have a ton of friends that like are are working towards 
their craft, right? And they know what their craft is. It's either taking, like I'm thinking of one particularly who's a photographer. She wants to work with brands and it's, 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 they know their craft. They know what they're good at, but like there is no verified Instagram uh, user yet or suggested, right? Like that, that, necessarily like prize I guess is what they would see um, right. or the iPads around them yet uh, for free as opposed to before like I guess I see them questioning and even myself sometimes like is it enough is it like how do I know I'm there yet or close enough yet <laughs> and um, you've been saying consistency a lot and yes. then making like keeping just moving forward mm-hmm. um, were there moments that you and I'm sure you had some but I just would like to talk about them yeah. that you felt like they're like consistency and moving forward was just getting you nowhere oh yeah I mean I uh I mean I, I I think it was more so not so much about the consistency not getting me anywhere it was just about like my distractions and my 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 plan and my vision of where I was trying to go um I didn't have a plan and I think it made me too present and sometimes that presence it makes you too like like pre- like pleasure filled if that makes sense and so for me I was I, I just liked like having a lot of friends and um you know like going out and doing drugs and and just doing a lot of stuff that didn't benefit me internally but it was externally exciting um and I think that that uh probably the external stuff distractions right yes absolutely um that that was I think the most difficult part was growing up honestly, and just being more aware of what mattered. See, I had all the followers, I had all the opportunity at that time, but it didn't feel the same as it does now. You can have all that stuff and you can have all the opportunity, but it doesn't mean a thing if you're not happy on the inside. And I truly, truly believe that if I was in this position inside like how I feel internally with this peace this joy and I didn't have like the opportunities that I have with all the followers and everything I feel that I may still be happy you know because I'm not dead and I felt that feeling and I apologize if this is a trigger warning to anybody but being in an externally present moment too much Mm. it makes you depressed it makes you anxiety ridden you don't want to be in your body and you're confused and you're frustrated and everything's a problem right and I just feel like nothing is a problem anymore and everything has a solution and I'm ready to if Instagram deleted tomorrow I know for a fact that no matter what I would persevere because I've built myself up enough inside of me that nobody can take that away. Mm. But before it was like, there was so much fear and everything being taken away all the time because it wasn't a part of me. Now, I mean, it's, I, I mean, I could repeat this enough, but it's like, you know, doing yoga all the time. Like I've been doing yoga consistently. I had a trainer last year um, that I did a lot of lifting with, um, just being inside my body and feeling good inside my body, eating well, sleeping well, um, practicing gratitude and just like meditation, being inside your head, you know, being alone like that is 
where goodness begins. And that is where opportunity begins. That's where possibility begins. It's not about any of the follower stuff, any of the, the things, the success, all that. that right. That's the secondhand, you know, like greatness of it. Right. I've, I've felt all of everything and it's not, and it, and it's definitely way better on the side when you have come to a place where it's not so much that you don't care about every like stuff, you know, it's not that I don't care about things. I care about a lot of stuff. It's just that I don't need to care about certain things in a way that I used to, because it's not a part of my path and it's not a part of my story. And I'm just much more I just think about my future self a lot more in a way where I want to act right now in a way where that, that person, my future self is grateful for the things that I've done for me. You know, I'm a friend for my future self right now. Mm. And I was not before, but that's what it takes to grow up. That's, that's, it's a different mentality, but I, but that growing up took a lot of failure, a lot of, a lot of questioning, a lot of trying things and risking things you know I like that you mentioned that the things that helped you uh grow up were yoga right like these basic things that just eating well sleeping well um Mm -hmm. things that I think a lot of us like kind of in the world of in the world that we live in today I think it's really easy to be like hey we need to be number one and in order to be number one it means staying up late and working late (laughs) right sacrificing sleep um and, and just like not really paying attention to just the self as much. Yeah. Um, so I like that you mentioned that that was part of the journey to, I guess, uh, maturing and getting to know yourself more. Because I think a lot of people think it's something much more complex, right. but it's really that simple. It's hard, um, <laughs> but it's simple, right? Because trying to sit in a room with yourself is, I've definitely done it. And it's um, deafening almost. <laughs> because <laughs> you're just like, oh God, like this is how I think yeah. about myself, huh? Right. Um, but yeah, it's super difficult. Um, and something that is coming to mind because of you've mentioned it in our last couple of calls is uh, being on autopilot. Yeah. And I, I think that is the feeling that I think you're describing um, that you were in before. Mm-hmm. With growing yep, up. Very much, very much. You know, when you're growing up, you think that freedom, you know, is doing whatever you want. But when you get older and you mature quite a bit, you start realizing that sacrifice is everything. It's that sacrifice of your time, of your effort, of, of, of certain things that makes you get a freedom that wasn't allowed before. Mm. And um, so, yeah, it's, we're, we're definitely nailing a lot of things on the head for sure. Yeah. Um, a question that I think someone would have, cause I had it when I was watching your journey, um, is, you know, sometimes it's for someone like myself, that's still trying to figure out, you know, what I am going to do long-term and, and my questions were being answered by things that were external, like in the past, now that they're trying to come from internal reasons, um, the other thing that I think about is like, I still need to be able to provide for the lifestyle, whatever, the home, where yeah. I live now, right? Did you have any jobs helping you out throughout the way other than uh, your content or did you just kind of, oh, you did? Yeah, I absolutely had a job. Uh, I mean, I had a couple jobs. Oof. I, I, I always had a job since I was 15. I worked at Forever 21. That was my first job. And then I worked at Jamba <laughs> Juice. And then I worked at like Marble Slab. And then I, and then I worked at Hot Topic. Um, 
was like, oh, I worked at a, a realty business. I worked at a, a, a massage place in Gold Coast. It was really awkward. Um, <laughs> I always saw like older guys coming in with their like secret mistresses. Um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, very strange. Uh, I mean, I, plus other jobs. But I think, um, yeah, I, I, I was always very logical in the way that I, I didn't want to be broke, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, always try to find an opportunity for myself uh but you know when the time came it was definitely a really interesting decision to make where you know I, I, I did have a job at a realty business I remember being at the front desk and that that shift that moment where I'm like okay I have to quit now because I'm too busy with my Instagram stuff um, and you start thinking you know like is the shit I'm dealing with right now, like worth the price that I'm getting on this other, you know, I was like weighing options and stuff like that. But um, for the longest, otherwise, I loved having a job. I liked getting money. I liked being busy. Um, and sometimes uh, I guess even before um, like the Instagram stuff, I had even designed like websites for like different artists and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's how you you got to have some job. You got to have a job. You got to be right. smart. You got to provide yeah. for yourself. Right. I feel like there's always like this. There's there's two things that I hear all the time. It's like either pour everything into your craft and like try to make money out of it somehow, some way. And then you feel kind of forcing it. Right. Like, ah, I of course. Yeah. Right. Like create a stream of revenue just because it's my craft, whatever I should be focusing on it. And then there's the other side, which is like, yes, yeah, struggling both, but then having to lose sleep because of it. And I guess you noticed when your uh, regular job was like, I guess, taking up too much every time. Um, so it's, I guess just being honest with yourself and, and feeling yeah. it. Yeah. You, I mean, you're going to have shitty jobs. You're going to hate jobs. Sometimes you're going to be in a position where you're like, Oh, I can't wait till one day I can work for myself and I'm not in this, you know, I mean, that, right. that, that's inevitable, but also, um, you know, it wasn't perfect after I quit that job though. When I was freelance, I was like, yeah, I'm great. Yeah. Instagram jobs. <laughs> no, you know, it's like this when it comes to freelance, um, right. until you figure out your, your, your money situation. I was never good with money until like two, three years ago. Mm. Um, and no one ever teaches you that when you're growing up, you know, at least me, my parents never knew. My parents were really young when I was, when I was growing up and they never got taught about money either. My mom never was good with it. So how could I be good with it? But, um, um, it, I, I, I feel like I've grown up with Instagram. I've grown up with the process <laughs> just by learning what doesn't work. <laughs> right. Right. That's awesome. Um, I, uh, I definitely like to end these by asking, cause it sounds like you're, you're at the point of your journey where you're still, you know, moving forward with like the things that you've learned in mind and, um, and whatnot. I always like to end off with like, what is something that you would be proud to tell, I guess, your younger self um, that you've gotten to realize now? Oh, man, that you think that people don't like you, but they love you very, very much. And you are one of the most bright and special people. And I hope that you know that. <laughs> I could cry even thinking about that because I love little me. She's so dope. <laughs> I definitely got tears in my eyes. I see it. No, I think about it all the time now because that's something that my um, 
I started seeing a psychologist like a year ago and I've mentioned that to friends and whatnot. And that's something that he um, has told me to think about because that's kind of what I'm healing from. And then moving forward, I'm trying to like, you know, incorporate into the older version, right? So she's aware that like, she'll be great too. Um, but I, it's I interesting that. too. I apologize for interrupting you, but it's interesting because you think about it, the, 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 the thing that you say to your younger self, you would almost consider that your older self would say it to you now, you know, where you mm-hmm. are. And so you've got to imagine that too, you know, like the same, like while I was saying that to my younger self, I was almost like saying it to who I am now, you know, and right. it like really hit me. So that's I'm like, the point. <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> no, that's why I love it. Cause like, that's the thing. Like I hope people, cause when I, I guess was deciding and growing up like on my profession um, and still going through that journey. Now I, I realized that like, Hey, the things that I didn't tell myself back then, I'm hoping that like, when I answer that question, I'm telling my future self. So yeah. that was the goal there. I didn't mean to make you cry, but <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. I cry about everything. <laughs> cry when I laugh I'm cry when I'm ha- like everything so oh, yeah the funniest jokes I'm like tears down down it's my life <laughs> but uh thank you that's that's how I like to wrap up my episodes thank um, you so I much do. yeah I appreciate, fun. I appreciate you for having me it's been a blast absolutely so I do end them with saying toodles um so I, I started counting and then we say it at the same time so we'll go ahead and just do toodles toodles, toodles. Awesome. Thank you so much.